In old school games, life is cheap. Don't be a dope. Bring your pole, oil, and rope. And try not to go down in a heap. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the down in a heap podcast i'm your host rob the osr anchorite adept podcasting to you live from beautiful northeast minneapolis there's a big old full moon hanging over the western horizon when i took out the trash this morning backyard is just a big quagmire but spring is here thank goodness i was listening to some of my back catalog the other day it It's been a while since I thought about those initial episodes, but I realized I had been mentioning a couple of times describing what I think it means to play in an old school fashion or what old school means to me. So here it being episode 25, and I never really thought this would ever go to 25 episodes, frankly. I thought it would maybe be half a dozen, and I'd realize that only three or four of my friends were listening to it, and I'd just throw it on the scrap heap, but 25 episodes in, I should probably say something about it. But before that, Larry Hamilton called in with a couple messages. They pertain to the Magic User episodes and to potentially, like, the creative spellcasting episode, so... I'm going to save those along with the others I had and hopefully do a podcast on that this weekend. I have the day off today, so I'm hoping to actually drop a couple podcasts because there's something else on my mind. But Froth from the Thought Eater podcast also called in in regards to the gaming grab grab bag episode. So take it away, Froth. Hey man, Froth here. Just wanted to let you know, loving the grab bag episode. Uh, loved hearing you talking about Divine Right. That is uh, a game that I'd love to track down a, a copy of. Uh, every time I look for one, uh, it's always you know out of the price range I want to spend. But I always in, loved uh, reading the uh, articles about the setting and Dragon and everything. That just seems like a really cool one, so that would be awesome. Anyway... Keep up the good work. Talk to you next time. Thanks for the call, Froth. Yep, Divine Right is a great game, a great map. If you haven't done so already, Google it and take in the splendor of what Trampier created there on that map. It's it's gorgeous. And it is a fun game to play. It's a great multiplayer game with a lot of craziness that happens by shifting alliances and stuff. You're sending your ambassador all over the place to activate countries or sway them away from your enemies, assassinate kings, and all kinds of (laughs) weirdo stuff. But it's probably one of the most prized possessions I have in my gaming collection. It is my precious. I guess I've been answering the question about what old school gaming means to me for quite a few episodes now. 
And if you haven't noticed, it's contained mainly in the little intro theme song I wrote. I was thinking of trying to make something that would make my podcast a little bit more personal and unique and had the crazy idea to write a little jingle and sing it out and it's funny it just kind of spilled out of me I have no talent whatsoever for rhyming and poetry even really really bad poetry (laughs) but that couplet just kind of sprang out of me in about 30 seconds and I just spur of the moment started recording the song with no real idea of a cadence or um, notes or anything like that. I just belted it, <laughs> belted it out or croaked it out, I should say. But the song pretty much illustrates a lot of how I feel about old school gaming. In old school games, life is cheap. That's true. PCs are not superheroes. They're quite fragile in old school games. There's mechanics like save or die. And PC creation is a snap, so it's not really all that big of a deal when you die. And there's an acceptance of PC mortality. And for some, there's almost kind of a cheerful gallows humor that's prevalent at the table. Don't be a dope. That's also true. Don't be... Don't play like an idiot. It's player skill is emphasized over character skill. And even if your PC has subpar mental attributes, to me that doesn't mean you have to play-act them like a complete idiot. I mean, you can if you want, but I guess this is a tangent, but maybe a a topic for another show, but especially intelligence, the stat for that in a game, I view that more as someone's book learning and education, not necessarily their mental acuity. Um, It's how many languages you've known or what kind of lore you can recall. So I don't view that as if my character has a five intelligence, I have to be a blithering idiot that spills all the um, secrets that the party is trying to hide or, or runs in to attack 40 orcs when they're first level or something. And... So emphasizing player skill means you don't just sit and stare at your navel or stare at your character sheet to see what you can do. You use your noodle. You be creative, make plans, and you try and sidestep or leapfrog obstacles wherever you can. A full-ahead charge is a maneuver for the foolish. You, I mean, that's, that's a gateway to... To death, you're just throwing yourself on the hands of at the hands of fate there, the hands of the dice. And you want as much as possible to avoid being in that position where the where the dice can then just kill you. So you always want to play the game 
at least how I see it from an old school point of view, you're trying to figure out how to get around obstacles and not necessarily just using a hammer, hammer and chisel to, to solve every problem. And some problems aren't meant to be solved. Some you just have to walk away from and realize this is out of my depth. Bring your pole, oil, and rope. Yep, some of the essentials for ex- exploration and exploration, caves, dungeons, ruins, the wilderness, that's all a big component to old school play. You discover th- new things. You are looking to see new things and to see what's around the next corner, around the next hill. That's what's potentially what's interesting, the unknown. And resource management is another big component. It's vital to capturing old school play. Like how many torches do you have left? Uh, How many rations do you have left? How many arrows have you shot? Really? You have that many arrows? How are you possibly carrying all this equipment? Explain to me how you're carrying all this equipment. And, you know, like, who's holding the torch? Uh, What weapon do you have in your hand? Who's carrying that thousand gold piece ruby we found oh crap was it bob the torchbearer who just fell into a bottomless pit well i guess we don't have the thousand gold piece uh gem anymore so all that is a big part of old school play to me and try not to go down in a heap (laughs) out of tune there anyway yeah survival is the primary goal and uh, that's how you live to play the campaign how you live to advance in levels how you keep being part of the story and if you die you just roll up a new character you try not to go down a heap but sometimes you just don't really have much of a a choice you uh you get unlucky. You can be the best planner and the best, um, uh, have the best intentions, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. You open the door and uh, there's a giant spider lurking there and it wins initiative and you fail your saving throw and that's it. Bye-bye. But you also know when to run away. And you realize that not everything is balanced and meant to be overcome. And sometimes it's just time to run and hope that you can run faster than someone else. (laughs) And yeah, encounters aren't carefully balanced in old school play. And that's, I think, how it really captures the verisimilitude, the realism, if you will, of a, of a game world. When you walk out the door, you don't just find creatures that 
you can overcome or ones that are just take you right to the brink and you barely beat them. Uh, you you find giant rats you that when you're fifth level that you can just stomp through. You find kobolds at fifth level. You find ogres at first level. It's it's not all meant to be perfectly balanced. If the DM is going to balance anything, it should be risk versus reward. So if you do overcome something substantial, you generally get a better reward for it, whether that's more treasure, more experience points, some knowledge that you didn't have already, some access to some place you didn't have access to. Uh, That's more how I see the balance. And then some of the other things outside of my little ditty are you got to ask and answer questions. The DM can sit and describe things to you, but if you don't really understand the situation you're in or what you're seeing or hearing or smelling, ask. If you're trying to... uh, uh, If you're not sure about a game mechanic or what your character can do, well, ask. Hopefully away from the table. Hopefully you've, you've maybe thought about this before the game session started and asked via email or called up the DM or something, but... Ask questions and expect the DM to give you straight answers. That's part of the interplay. And last, I'll say, show, don't tell. That's a biggie. Describe what your character's doing. Describe what your character's saying, how they're saying it. When you talk, that's your character talking. Um, And when you're trying to intimidate a guard, you don't just drop a die and say, whoop, I rolled a 15, he must be intimidated by me. Or if you're trying to search for a secret door, you don't just, I search for secret doors and drop a die before the DM even asks you where you're searching, what you're searching for, how you're going about the search. You might discover things without even having to roll a die. You might intimidate the guard just by doing a good job of acting tough. You might be able to fast-talk someone just by giving a good explanation for why you're doing something. It's all in-the-moment play. It's describing what you're doing. It's showing what you're doing. It's not just saying, well, I'm this or that, so I should be able to get this. I'm a ranger. I'm uh, a druid, so I know this. Okay, well, that's all that's okay to an extent, but uh, I much prefer it when, when players are involved, they're asking questions, they're showing what their characters are, who they are, what they're doing, what they're doing when they attack, what they're doing when they run away, all kinds of things like that. So, that's my little explanation of what it means to game old school style style to me. I could probably think of more things. This is all kind of impromptu. Um, and I just kind of wanted to explain my little song if it wasn't obvious already. I have stepped outside um, the podcast. Actually started up a another Gmail account so you can 
contact me at downintheheatpodcast at gmail.com. And I also started a, <laughs> an amateur hour blog. It's a freebie blog at WordPress, so it's pretty, it's really, really bare bones, but I'm going to try and keep adding to it with posts and little things that maybe expand upon what I do in the podcast or what don't translate well to the podcast. So that's downinheatblog.home.blog. Um, hopefully that will come up. I'll, I do all this on my phone, so I don't think there's really a way to put a link in the Anchor app by just using your phone. I think you have to do it over the computer, but I'll, I'll look into that. But anyway, thanks for listening. You give me a call with any feedback you have on this or an email at the Down in the Heat podcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, don't go down in a heap. Ah!